Hey guys, Katie here, founder and director of Pulp Town, Orlando's almost daily cheat sheet to the city. Where Tuesdays through Friday, I land in your inbox with a newsletter documenting all the things that are going on in Orlando that day. And then on Monday, I head downtown to Venture X, Orlando's number one co working spot, where I record this here podcast with my buddy Vic Martinez Ooh. from Brand Crumbs Media. And on this podcast, we talk usually about five hot topics for the week, the five absolute must attend events happening this week, and then five accounts to follow on IG. But today we're going to change it up a bit because instead of talking about the five accounts that I think you should be following on the IG, we're going to ask Vic what he thinks we should be following on the internet. Woo! Big day. I'm so nervous. Oh, I'm so nervous. Okay, number one topic for the week. Last week, CDC released new guidelines when it came to COVID-19 restrictions and mask wearing and such and said, basically, if you were vaccinated, that you can walk around in public, either indoors or outdoors with no mask. In learning that, Disney announced uh, that they would be increasing their capacity. uh, And right now, they have a self-imposed 35% capacity limit. And they said they're going to be doing away with that soon. Might even be doing away with it by the time that you guys listen to this. And they haven't said yet what they'd be increasing to. They have already phased out temperature checks or in the process of switching social distancing from six feet to recommended three feet. And will eventually phase that out as well. And plans to remove masks by summer. So that's what's going on with COVID-19 mask restrictions at Disney. And then speaking of COVID-19 restrictions, Governor Ron DeSantis appeared on Fox News last week on the Ingram angle. He said that he would pardon any Floridians facing fines uh, for violating such restrictions. So that was last Wednesday. He said he would pardon infractions for mask wearing and social distancing. And he said these things with health should be advisory. These should not be punitive. So that's what's going on there with Governor DeSantis. Also, if you're still interested in supporting businesses who wear masks, who promote wearing masks, who uh, still enforce social distancing, then the Facebook page, Central Florida Mask and Social Distance Businesses Facebook page, is a good place to start. Again, that is Central Florida Mask and Social Distance Businesses on Facebook. Moving on from the COVID-19 conversations, Governor DeSantis was also in the news last week for gambling in Florida. He wants to bring legal sports betting to Florida, which he says will generate billions of dollars of new revenue for the state. And he's actually, or actually the Florida legislator, legislature is meeting today, Monday, to talk about it. It is a 30-year gambling deal that was signed by DeSantis and the Seminole Tribe of Florida. The deal has big implications for Florida's future. Basically, what we're looking at is that it would deliver new revenue to Florida at least $500 million annually, which is great for things like education, affordable housing, environment, other things that are supposedly priorities of the legislature. Their odds are that it will pass, but opposition, like anti-gambling group No Casinos, says that Florida voters should decide whether or not gambling is expanded in Florida and not the legislature. So we'll know more about that on Monday, okay, later today. Moving right along, Amazon plans to open a four-star store in the Colonial Plaza. That is over there in the Milk District. A four-star store is basically any Amazon products that are rated four stars and above. Typically, these would be like electronics, games, toys, books, kitchenware, all the things that you would probably order from Amazon anyway. Then you can also go in to return your Amazon packages there, which is 
great if you're buying from Amazon, but can I just remind you that we have great local stores in Orlando where you can also get games and toys and books. We have like Good Crowd Shop in College Park, Yay Tiny Shop Miscellaneous Market in Ivanhoe, The Spiral Staircase over in Colonial Town, Writer's Block in Winter Park. There's so many great local stores that you could be shopping from. But yeah, Amazon will be opening that store in Colonial Plaza this year. Orlando Fringe is coming back this week, starts back this week. It is the longest running Fringe Festival in the country. It's celebrating its 30th anniversary. It runs May 18th through the 30th. That will be Tuesday through or through May 31st. Fringe is an amazing festival. It happens at Lock Haven Park. Tickets are anywhere from free to $12. It is 100% the ticket sales go back to the artist. I've been a few times, um, especially since launching Pulp Town. I went many years ago, but then started going back again with Pulp Town in the last three years. And Brian Sikorsky, the marketing director over there, is great, a, a phenomenal human being, and I, I love working with him. It's just a really cool event, and I think it's one of the coolest events that we have here in Orlando, and probably like one of the most underrated. Like, sure, there are super fans of Fringe and Fringe fanatics, but then there are some people who have never been, and I highly recommend attending. If possible, this year, the shows will be a combination, hybrids. There are some that are happening at all at the outdoor theaters at Lock Haven Park, and those will be free. There are some that you can watch virtually. They also have a kid's Fringe, that's a 100% free event for families. It's happening every day, 10 a.m. to 2, or sorry, happening on weekends, Saturdays and Sundays from 10 to 2. Worth checking out, orlandofringe.org is how you can find out more information about them. And then we're also highlighting them a lot in the newsletter. So Orlando Fringe kicks off this week, tomorrow on Tuesday. Orange County is currently reviewing a proposal to ban commercial sale of dogs from puppy mills. Good. Totally. The fact, I mean, I'm surprised we don't already ban places that... I don't think a lot of people know what puppy mills are. Well, puppy mills supposedly where some of these locations in Orange County, I think there's eight locations in Orange County that still use puppy mills, are oh out in in Iowa, Indiana, Ohio, all these places. And you can see like they have an image, a story on Orlando Weekly, I believe is where I read it. Or maybe it was the Sentinel. But there is a picture of a puppy mill and it's like this massive house. And in the back, you just see all these crates like on top of each other from like the second floor down to the first floor. Anyway, it's really sad. And it's just, you know, they're transporting thousands of dogs from Ohio down to these pet stores here in Orange County. And then people are buying pets not necessarily knowing maybe they're funding also puppy mills which is really gross because it's inhumane treatment of animals so orange county is now considering two slightly different proposals one would implement an outright ban on retail sales of commercial breed dogs and cats and the other would grandfather in existing pet stores in the county according to orlando weekly in April, Orange County Animal Service Advisory Board voted in favor of the full ban, and then now Orange County commissioners are discussing uh, what happens next. Mayor Demings reported receiving 996 emails in favor of the ban in the last month. The few that were against the ban are people that are saying that it would be bad for store owners and their employees. But the next step in the process is a public hearing, and this public hearing will allow for more public comments and address the proposal to also include rabbits. So anyway, that's what's going on with Orange County versus Puppy Mills. Okay, those are our five hot topics of the week. Now we are going to jump into the five hottest events that you should be checking out. And number one, Sunset at the Zoo is happening Thursday, May 20th, 5 to 8 p.m. That's going down at the Central Florida Zoo in Sanford. It's $7 an entry. It's adults only night. Food and adult beverages as you're walking around talking to the giraffes and the elephants and all the other fun things. $7 Sunset at the Zoo 
Thursday, May 20th, 5 to 8 p.m. You'd have to buy your adult beverages and your food, but still great deal. Also happening in Sanford is the musical Once, which I love. Glenn Hansard is the guy who produced the music in that, and he's the performer, what have you. I've seen the, the movie. I actually own it, I think. Anyway, and that's being performed at Theater Weston in Sanford. It had gotten lots of great reviews way back when, when it first came out. It's running Thursdays through Sunday this weekend and next. Tickets are anywhere from 48 to $64. Happening Friday, an evening in Spain. That is going down at the Art and History Museum in Maitland. That is the opening night of a new art exhibit. And there will be flamenco dancing, flamenco music, and performances, tapas. Great, worth checking out. Friday, May 21st, 6.30 p.m., Also happening on Friday is Orange County's virtual celebration of Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. That is going down Friday, May 21st, 7 to 8 p.m. You can participate by heading to Orange County's Facebook and YouTube channel. You can find out more about that by going to Facebook. Then happening on Saturday in Colonial Town is Porch Stock. Kind of like Woodstock, but Porch Stock. (laughs) Anyway, um, it's similar in nature to Sanford Porch Fest, which is my number one favorite event year after year. Orlando Fringe is right there with it, too. Um, Two totally different events. But anyway, so Sanford Porch Fest goes down annually in February. And Sanford, this is Porch Stock happening in Colonial Town. So if you're in the downtown area, this is a little bit closer. It's much smaller. It's four bands performing on four different porches in the hood. You can walk around. the neighborhood and it's just supposed to be some groovy peaceful fun take you back to the Woodstock days kind of day again it's happening May 22nd Saturday 6 to 10 p.m. in Colonial Town you can find out more about Porch Stock by going on Facebook and looking up that event so if you don't go to Porch Stock you could go to Exploria Stadium if you can snag a ticket, I think it's already sold out, so you'll have to buy it from someone who already has one. Um, Orlando City is playing against Toronto FC. That game is at 7 p.m. Our buddy Richie, Richie, no, Richie LaRea, who actually is dating uh, one of my very best friends, he used to play for Orlando City, and now he plays for Toronto. So that's, Welcome back. That's cool, yeah. Again, Saturday, 7 p.m. Speaking of Orlando City, earlier last week, the stadium team, the whole franchise, everything was sold to a new owner. And that owner is the the family that owns the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. So that was fun fact last week. And then Toronto has been practicing at Champions Gate this whole summer because of rules with COVID getting back and forth into Canada. Anyway, two fun facts. And then, yeah, check out that game on Saturday. And now that's it. That was our five hot topics. Our seven events, supposed to be five. I never stick to five. There's always more. I know. And now we're going to talk to Vic. You guys hear Vic often on the podcast because he's my guy, always here helping take out all my word stumbling, which he'll take out probably this part too. Um, Yeah. And my curse words occasionally and all the other fun noises that I make. So anyway, thank you, Vic, uh, for being our first guest on 15 Minutes in Pulp Town. Finally. Yeah. I know. It's kind of like you've been a guest this whole time. Yeah. I'm in the back. Always. And you're always one making noises. Woo. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm, like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Vic, I want you to tell us what first inspired you to start podcasting. I love podcasts. I just listen to them all the time, driving back and forth between work and home. I just I listen to them all the time, different ones. And I'm like, you know, they can't be that difficult to do one. How do you do one? Well, it is really difficult to do <laughs> one. And I learned the hard way. And I teamed up with... Um, one of the founders from the Orlando clothing brand. Do, oh, nice. Do you know them? Yeah. And him and I both just always bonded about podcasts. We love them. We always had really great conversations, and we decided to start one just to see how it 
went through. What was it about? It was called, I kind of wanted to land on his brand. We call it Dope Fisticated. Okay. Like, Sophisticated. Mm-hmm. It was just for fun. Sophisticated. <laughs> and we uh, we talked about movies, TV shows. We just bonded over, like, the Marvel movies, DC movies, TV shows, and just, like, concepts like that. Whatever happened to those guys? I used to have a t-shirt that said Orlando Dope. It was a black, they're, and it had still the going. thing. They are? They're cool. still going, but they went all digital because of COVID, and yep. they're all digital. They can't do pop-ups anymore, so they've been trying to pivot on that on that end. Well, that's cool. What was the... that? Well, that was the first podcast you ever worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you come to be over here at Venture X? Because you did your podcasting before you came to Venture X, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. My goal for that podcast was I want to do it for a whole year to mm-hmm. learn the, how to do it. And mm-hmm. I learned a lot. Master it. Through podcasting, I met a gentleman named Lorenzo Flores who runs a top 10 business leadership podcast on Apple Podcasts. Okay. And he asked me to come film and record a podcast in a studio downtown that was newly built and did it. And the general manager and the owner asked me to stay here and um, basically run it. So we joined forces. We built a new studio completely. And now we're just running about 12 different podcasts out of the studio 10, space. 10, 8, 12? Yeah, 12 oh. different podcasts out of this <laughs> studio space. Um, all right. I like that. And your favorite one that you do every week? Yours. 15 <laughs> minutes in Pulp Town. Stay pulpy, everybody. That's, that's right. Um, I mean, I know that's kind of a stretch, but whatever. I'll take it. Don't tell Tito. I know. That's what I knew you were going <laughs> to say. So what I do typically when I interview people is I ask them a few questions about Orlando. So I'm going to ask you a few and put you on the spot. Number one, what do you wish more people in Orlando were talking about? It can be good, bad, sad, whatever you want. In Orlando specifically, I yeah. think I would like people to talk more about just the different types of cultures that are here and just share that with different people. Like I know we have different events, but like to the normal person, they're unaware of how many different cultures we actually have here. People think Orlando is a big town. It's really a small town, just spread out far and wide. And I wish we would just get together and just know, learn more. Because I, I, I made it a point last year to learn more about the Muslim community. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't grow up knowing around anyone knowing who, who was Muslim or not. And so last year during the quarantine, I had a little extra more time on my hands. I tried to learn more about that culture. Like how, how, why do they do things? How do they do things? What holidays they, they celebrate. celebrate? And we have a huge Muslim community here. Mm-hmm. And I, I never had a friend that was Muslim, right? So I spent a lot of time learning their their culture and their religion, and it's beautiful. There's a lot of similarities between what they believe and what my family believe. I wish we would learn more about each other. When you talk about your family, what is your culture or background? I'm Guatemalan. Guatemalan? Yeah. I don't know that many Guatemalans either. In Orlando? In Orlando. I don't know. I know maybe two. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we have some, and you only know two. What do you think would be like a way for people to learn more, like self-taught? Just educate yourself. It doesn't just benefit you. It benefits that community you're listening, sure. you're, you're learning about and just changes your mindset to try to understand versus react to things. One of the events I know that happens is through Orange County called Fusion Fest. And that happens annually over at the Dr. Phillips Center. You know, every month they change like where they're focused on. So like they do a ticketed event. So it's like eight to 16 people, I think, max. And they go to a restaurant of whatever background. So like if one month they're focused on Guatemalan culture, then they would go to a Guatemalan restaurant. Mm. Anyway, so I think that they are trying to help bridge some of that and talk about like what what we're really made of you know and so anyway that's just for our listeners and for if you, you find too, a Guatemalan restaurant out. let me know because I don't know I of mean, any yeah I don't know of any but I bet Terry Olson uh, with Orange County maybe that group would be able to help us it's something to know yeah um okay so what is the one thing that it excites you the most about Orlando I think it's that the community aspect but more on the industry because you know how California has a it's a 
huge state and it has a technology industry, has a movie industry, a, whole, a bunch of different industries in the same state. Mm-hmm. Orlando has the same thing. There's a huge tech community, a huge restaurant community. There's a huge um, education community. Like there's so many different communities here and in industries that we don't know of. Like EA is right down the street. Totally, yeah. That make the games that we everybody rushes and waits in line for. No one knows that. Yeah. We're pioneering VR, we're pioneering- um, Yeah, Luminar, that yeah. group I, we were talking about that was on the cover of Forbes. The yeah, Forbes the guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, he's from out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a uh, huge sports community mm-hmm. with all these new different sports teams. There's so many things here that I, I, you know, I wish we would talk about it more. Like, Do you think we don't talk about it or that like we are not conveying the messaging enough to outsiders, right? I think it's just people are not educating themselves. Yeah. Okay. If you want the information, it's right. there. If you want to find the community, it's there, but go find it. Yeah, I bring that up a lot too in the newsletter. Sometimes I'll say like, hey, this is for all your friends who say they're bored on the weekend. Cause it's like, here's 45,000 things that you could do, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like, you can't sit here and complain about there's nothing to do here. There's no way to get involved because I give you a slew of them every time I send out a newsletter, you know, and, and not just me, like there are plenty of people in the community who are navigating that. So whether it's Brendan from Bungalower or whomever from Orlando Weekly or Tasty Chomps or Ricky Lee, like all these people are trying to, you know, push you to do all these find out all these more exciting things about your community because the more invested you are in the community, the better community is and the better we are for the country. So I'm with you. I like that. Okay. So a friend comes into town and they are only here for dinner and drinks. Where are you taking them and what are you ordering? Pig Floyd's. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I set you up. I'm biased um, because I love Pig Floyd's. Yeah. A lot of my friends see me post a lot about Pig Floyd's. So mm-hmm. they're like, yo, I need that brisket. Take me there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The brisket. And to be fair for our listeners too, for you, you help produce Beyond the Brisket podcast. I do. I'm a little biased. Yeah, but it's because you're over there eating all their food all the time, yeah. so you know what to order and you love it, mm-hmm. and it's great. It's good stuff. I always order the same thing, though. What is it? A plain Jane brisket sandwich. Okay. Yeah, with uh, coleslaw on the side. No barbecue sauce? Of course, barbecue sauce. Okay, so what makes sauce. it the plain Jane? Because it doesn't have all the extra fixings? It's just brisket between yeah. two pieces of bread and yes. your hot, and your sauce, and it's perfect. Yeah. I love it. All right. And then any special drinks there? I usually go for lunch. Uh-huh. If I had to go somewhere for dinner uh, and drinks, I would pick Santiago's Bodega. Okay. I love that place. Yeah, I Tapas, agree. Tapas. Yes. Get the empanadas. It. All of it. Yeah. Croquetas, all the things. The mm. dates, the covered dates. Oh my gosh. I could eat there every day. Okay. Orlando Magic, Orlando City. Uh, city. Oh, okay. Let's go with Mills 50 or Milk District. Where are you hanging? Hanging, Milk District. Milk District? Okay. Um, and lastly, okay, this or that boy band. Uh, are you going with NSYNC or O-Town? O-Town. O-Town. Just because they literally named their, their band after the city. Did you know that there is, well, you would know this if you read Pulp Town this week, that there's a new Making the Band coming back to Orlando? Oh, God. Yeah, so we could have another O-Town or Danity Kane. You remember Danity yeah, Kane? Yeah, I remember Danity Kane. Oh, my gosh. I loved them. I loved Danity Kane. Day 26. But the people, oh. The band, that was my favorite. But the people they're looking for are 13 to 19 years old. Yeah, a bunch of TikTokers. Not even just that. It's just the fact that we're old. <sighs> Because back then, like, I loved Danity Kane, but now I'm like, no, now I'm too old to be watching. Um, all right. And then last, this or that. I said three, but let's go with four. Are you going to go with Orlando's best food scene being tacos or barbecue? Tacos, just because Ooh. there's tacos everywhere. Gringo's okay. is my favorite taco spot. What do you order from there? Double D's? Double D's. Knew it. Two double D's, please. <laughs> Ten tacos is cool, but 
I've never been to Black Rooster. I heard that's really good. Oh, man. Yeah, you got to go. Black Rooster and Hunger Street Tacos. Hunger Street. I love Hunger Street. Yeah. They're squash They're blossoms. They're so fresh. Forget about it. All right. And then tell us, who are you following on the internet right now that we should be following? Go follow Pigza on Mills, even though you mentioned them two weeks ago. I did. Uh, it's a new concept from Ostasio's Italian Deli and Pig Floyd's. Mm-hmm. And we're very, very excited. I'm very, very excited. And Pigza on Mills, it's P-I-G-G-Z-A, right? P-I-G-Z-Z-A. Oh, that's it's it. Pizza Sorry. with a G. Duh. Yeah, Sorry. I don't want pizza. I want pizza. Yes. And what we can expect from them will be. It's going to be a pizza place unlike any other. With brisket, barbecue, brisket, pizza. It's going to. So sneak peek, they're putting pineapple on pizza in a, in a very special way. Oh, more I'm special a, than Perla's Pizza's pineapple I sauce? I might get in trouble for that. Oh, that's okay. You can tease it. Um, tell us who should we sit down with next? Pig Floyd's. Yeah. <laughs> so sit we down can, with Tito. We can, I, I want to talk to Tito and, and we can talk about his podcast, which I think he's doing a killer job with. You're doing a great job of editing that. If people want to find out where to work with you, we didn't talk about this, but outside of podcasting, you're really like money makers making videos. You crush it on video production. Thanks. Yeah. You're That's welcome. Nice. Yeah. So where can people find you? So if they are need any kind of work in either realm. Go to my website at briancrumbsmedia.com or email me directly at vic.briancrumbs.com co.com was taken so dot co <laughs> or just on instagram at brand.crumbs yeah and that's vic v-i-c that's right yeah all right that's it that's all i have for you vic you're, you're off the hook yeah so thanks for hanging with me week in and week out vic will you'll hear more from vic because he's going to be on the podcast every time i mean like not as my special guest but he's always in the background being our sound maker like i said so thanks for hanging in there listen with us all the way to the end i will see you in your inboxes tuesday through friday and back here next monday for another 15 minutes in pulp town with another special guest stay pulpy orlando 